Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from, um, did I do that right? Podcast episodes from Profits and Success, here to do another podcast episode. I don't know, um, I I think I messed that up, the intro, (laughs) again. But we'll leave we'll leave it at that. Okay, folks. I think it's the online marketing for life that I left off, and that's the number four. But what are you gonna do? You know, what I mean, these will be the uh, botched outtakes uh, when I become rich and famous, or famous, or just average. <laughs> we'll. Uh, We'll start with a piece of advice that I received this week. I was told to stop swimming across an ocean for someone when they won't even jump over a puddle for me or anybody else. And that quote was from that advice was from Joel Osteen but it was timely advice because uh, it's exactly what was happening and then our friend Steve Harvey comedian actor entertainer tried making it big on the scene and really didn't get his call until he was 38 years old you know so perseverance and faith is the key but Steve said you know weeds don't need any outside help to grow unlike exotic flowers like roses and the fancy name and looks of these exotic flowers that you need to water and fertilize all the time. Weeds just just keep on going. Don't even have to worry about them. Yep, they'll be there. But we also don't need any encouragement or motivation for that matter to have negative thoughts and depressed feelings. Did you ever think about that? No problem for a negative thought to come in your head. A doubt. Not good enough. And unworthiness. Not smart enough. That stuff seeps right in like a weed. But we need to be vigilant. And just like growing flowers, exotic flowers at that, we need to grow exotic thoughts. So try to hold on to that one. How about our friend Darren Hardy? Uh, today's Darren Daily was a new work week formula for the bold. And essentially what he's saying is for most positions out there in the workforce, you know, you're paying for results, not hours. You know, 
keep your priority where it matters. You know, sometimes there's so many bosses that micromanage how long you were in the office as opposed to how productive you were, you know. And most companies, you know, it's a productivity thing. It's not a, you know, how long were you, um, you know, under our control. And I think the pandemic really allowed employers to prove, uh, employees to prove to their employers that they're pretty self-sufficient from wherever they are, even if it's their home or a nearby coffee shop. So that is somewhat enlightening. But that song, Who Let the Dogs Out in the Turn of the Century? Um, Well, I'll tell you who let the dogs out. Summer let the dogs out. That's what causes uh, a lot of this um, unproductivity, so to speak. Uh, Wouldn't you want to be more productive in less time? I think that's a rhetorical question. Uh, Most employers would certainly want that. And I dare say most employees certainly would expect that of themselves. You know, we, we as employees, we want to do well for the most part. I say for the most part because there are those employees that just punch the clock, you know, and you have to understand what you have there. But a three-day weekend every week, you know, how does that sound? It's as simple as four 10-hour days and not the five eight hours. You know, that may help productivity. And something that you may not realize, it's easier to go harder, deeper, and longer in a compressed period of time than it is to stop and start up again over a longer period of time. You know, so if you are, you know, jamming out in those four 10-hour days, uh, that's going to be more productive than jamming out in five eight-hour days just because of the stopping and and restarting again. Uh, It just just makes sense in that regard. And a lot of corporations are are doing that, and even small businesses. Um... So today's step number seven, and we're saying instead of a five, eight-hour day, let's consider four 10-hour days, and that will make things that much better. At least it should. does on paper. <laughs> it certainly does on paper. Uh, but practically speaking, it, it, it certainly works as well. All right. Today's story is about honesty, and there was a farmer that did business with a baker for many years, when finally the baker decided to do business with the farmer, and the baker ordered a pound of butter every week from the farmer. 
And he said, you know, let me check to make sure I'm not getting shortchanged. And sure enough, he was. He was, I don't know the exact amount, but it was under a pound. And he took him to court. You know. And the farmer pleaded his case and, and said that, you know, he buys a pound of bread every day and weighs it on his scale that uh, is not accurate, but that's the, the amount that he uses to disperse the, the butter. So the farmer said, if anyone's to blame, it's the baker. And you know something, folks? That is generally the case. The people that generally cry foul are the ones initially committing the foul or the crime. So the moral to the story is, you know, in life, you get what you give. And a lot of us understand that, but a lot of us don't accept it. They don't let it resonate with us. Don't cheat others, plain and simple. You know, and the only way to know that you get what you give is to give and to give abundantly of your time, of your finances, uh, of, of your emotion, uh, of your volunteer services. You know, there's an, a number of things uh, that, that you can do. Um, you know, dedicate some time to God each day. And before asking for things and praying for certain people and their health, go through a gratitude list with God and say, hey, what am I grateful for today? And that may turn the conversation in a different direction. And lastly, uh, I, I want to talk to you about imagination. Do you have an imagination? Of course you do. And do we use it in a positive way? And what I mean by that, uh, imagination is, is similar to those negative thoughts that we have. Sometime, sometimes we can take those negative thoughts and imagine them blossoming into a real catastrophe or a real uh, calamity. I know I do, and I catch myself at times, and then I replace it with a better, more wholesome thought that, you know what, let's think of a, you know, a better opportunity where 
for me, it's wanting to change people's lives for the better, naturally. Uh, but that's a, a difficult task that I have. You know, it's not just helping somebody. I want to change someone's life for the better. And you know how good that makes you feel when someone is doing better in life because of a conversation they had with you or because of a um, uh, a gift that was received from you. That's this phone. And my wife's not going to answer it because because she's already recognized it, and it's just disappointing. So now you're going to have a ring in the background. This is really a botched podcast. I I, I must say, you know, you had the messed up intro in the beginning and now you had the phone ringing for 25 minutes in the background um, I'm being a little facetious there but anyhow with imagination folks start to imagine things and it's hard initially because we can easily do it from a catastrophic and a you know calamity standpoint but how about from a, a prosperity standpoint or a relationship growth standpoint or a wealth-driven standpoint? It feels good, and it puts you in a great frame of mind. It really does. So I'd like to wish you all a very happy and healthy weekend. Hopefully you're doing something exciting like horseback riding or uh, javelin throwing or hang gliding. If you're not doing any of those activities, uh, neither am I. But maybe you're doing something else like going to the beach. Like maybe I'll do with my wife tomorrow. Uh, but we're probably on puppy duty. So that's, that's probably going to be the deal. So, until next week, I guess, I will check in with you, Lord willing. And in the meantime, be well, stay well, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.